0: The poor little miss. Who's going to tell her? Let the doctor. I haven't the heart or stomach for it myself. Oh, Percy, since when did you become squeamish? I am not squeamish. I'm sentimental. To think of our darling Sammy Joe's face when she finds out her papa's dead and gone. Why, it turns my stomach! Mr. and Mrs. Percy Porter had been in the employ of Lumber Baron Beauford Carter for almost two decades. Beauford's only child, Samantha, was like the daughter they never had, and the butler and maid had become more than a little attached to the young heiress over the years. Delivering the news of her father's recent death was not going to be easy. It needs to be done now, Before that no-good brother-in-law of Mr. Carter shows up, the plump little woman opined. You know he'll come running quick as lightning once there's money to be had. Percy shook his head. Won't do the money grubber a bit of good. Mr. Carter has left everything to Sammy Joe. Why, Percy Porter, how did you come by such a thing? Percy shrugged. I am a butler. It's my sworn duty to eavesdrop on important matters. She threw her hands in the air in exasperation, then quickly sobered. What else did you hear? She asked in a low voice as her eyes darted up and down the hall. Percy glanced around as well. They stood outside Mr. Carter's bedchamber and watched, as several other servants hurried about their duties, the news of their master's passing not yet known to them. I heard Mr. Carter tell his solicitor that the young miss isn't going to get a penny until she's of age and married. Mrs. Porter gasped again. What's our Sammy Joe to do in the meantime? You know that worthless uncle of hers is going to get guardianship. She'll be given an allowance, plenty to live on until she's ready to marry. Then she gets it all. Oh, dear, Mrs. Porter said as she began to pace the hall. Stop that, her husband commanded. You'll worry away the carpet. But what are we to do? And what of the other servants? I'm sure we're to go with the young miss. As to the others, I don't know what's going to happen, he said. He opened his arms wide and she ran into his embrace. Don't worry. Everything will turn out. You'll see. I hope you're right, she said, choking on a sob. I don't trust his brother. I never did. Why does he have to be the one to take her in? Because he's the only relative left. He set her away from him and straightened his jacket. Now, I think I'm over being squeamish. Let's go tell her. I thought you were sentimental. I am, but blast it all. It's better if it comes from us, not the doctor. His wife nodded her agreement, and the two of them went to tell young Samantha Joe Carter that she was now an orphan. New Orleans. February, 1871 When you're done with the floors, be a good girl and pick up my laundry from Mrs. Daggett, will you? The old bat hurt her ankle and can't deliver this week. What a sorry excuse. Next thing you know, I'll be fetching my own meals. Yes, Uncle, Samantha said as she wiped her brow with the back of her hand. He looked at her and grimaced. See that you wash your face before going out in public. I'll not have the neighbors accusing me of abuse again. What business is it of theirs how I run my household? None, uncle, she said, her body aching like it hadn't in ages. He'd worked her to the bone these last two weeks, and had given no indication of letting up. She wanted to do more than wash her face before she went out. She wanted a hot bath in the worst possible way. I'm off to work. Be sure my dinner is ready on time. If it's not, I won't be pleased. You don't want to spend another night in the attic, do you?